following is a production of Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. We're the Philadelphia fans. y'all bring it in another edition of 83 to infinity presented by best in the world sports what's going on y'all it's brown holding you down feeling good all right feeling real good i was gonna let this weekend slide not do another show but thursday night uh something magical happened our philadelphia 76ers uh pulled off probably one of their biggest wins in a very long time Maybe one of their biggest wins since the Iverson era. And I mean the first, the original Iverson era, not those like couple of games he was back with the team, you know, a couple of years ago, but like the, the real Iverson era. So since we have to talk about this now, since we have to discuss this now, I had to call in my man, ladies and gentlemen, on the phone line with me, Adil Royster from Liberty Ballers. What's good, family? So when you say the second Iverson era, you mean like after he went through uh, Denver and Memphis? Yes, yes. This, this, okay. the, the second okay. Iverson era. Yes. Just, just trying to clarify. That, I'm just making sure. But yes, definitely the best win since the early Iverson days, I would say. Because I, like a lot of people in this town, have just kind of lobotomized the Doug Collins era Sixers. Oh, come on, man. No, disres- so- no disrespect to the show you love Sixers, but listen, I don't see a whole lot of dudes out there rocking Spencer Hall's jerseys. That's all no, I'm saying. No, they're, no, they are not. But I will tell you this, that, uh, that, that, that Turner jersey that I got from uh, Foreman Mills that I bought my son that I then gave to my daughter, that I then gave to my other daughter, which is still, you know, in pretty good shape, still gets rocked around here. What you need to do is donate that jersey to the fireplace because it's so damn cold outside these days. No, no, we're not getting rid of the Turner jersey, not getting rid of the young jersey. I'm not getting rid of the Iguodala jerseys that I have, all of those quality jerseys, courtesy of Foreman Mills. All right, you just all right, all right, fair enough. You know, fair but, enough. but but nonetheless, but nonetheless, all right, you you don't want to give a lot of credence to the Doug Collins error. I, I understand, but still, <laughs> this, this is still a big this is still a big win, and I would even say a, a, as big a win as beating the Bulls in the playoffs. But you disagree, don't you? So here's the thing. Going into this stretch of death, and I kind of wrote about it for Liberty Ballers. We had all these tough games. Denver was in there. Uh, Toronto was in there. Indiana Indiana was in there. This was the game where I kind of circled as a big old fat loss. Because yeah. it was Golden State. It was on the road in Oracle. And I said to myself, there's no way they're winning that game. If everybody's healthy, and even if the Warriors had every, didn't have everybody healthy, I still didn't give them too much of a chance to win this game. Clay was out last night. That I guess that turned out to be the deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, but, Clay Thompson you know, was the deal breaker. It was still a really 
really, really exceptional win. And the fact that the Sixers, you know, I didn't plan on staying up to watch the whole game because mm-hmm. it started off at 1030 Eastern yeah. time and I got a regular nine to five. So I can't be staying up till 130 in the morning. Understood. man. Um, well, welcome to grown, you know? But, yeah. Right. <laughs> But end of the first quarter, the Sixers were only down five. I was like, okay, I'm staying up until it's first half. Mm-hmm. Golden, Golden, Golden State's going to get their stuff together. And all right, fine. Sixers were only down seven. So I said, all right, damn it, I can't go to bed yet. Mm-hmm. Sixers took the lead. And, I, and again, couldn't go to bed yet. So we went to the fourth quarter. And I just said to myself, you know what? I've been in it this long. We'll, you, you we'll see stay. what happens. Yes, you got to stay. And lo and behold, Joel Embiid went beast mode in the third quarter and just took over. And the fourth quarter, there wasn't a fourth quarter collapse like Mm -hmm. some may have predicted. I cannot confirm nor deny that I was borderline predicting a fourth quarter collapse. Go ahead. Look, man, we're we're a show of honesty. We're a show of transparency. You can admit it. I'm just saying, of all the... As many years as I've been watching the Sixers throughout this process era, like this is the kind of game that they don't win. They're in a close game with a team that is much better than they are. Like they just don't win those games. Now apparently they win those games, and I am all here for it. Well, well, here's the thing. I mean, they've they've gone on this stretch, and you're not alone. Look, you'd be there are very few people who came out and said and thought that they would win this game. Now, I will be the first to admit, and I do this because he's going to force me. My man Jay Chris came on this show earlier this week and said the Sixers were going to beat the Warriors. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so he's, look, that next show when he's back, it, it, it's, I'm, I'm going to let him do all the talking because... I, I, I feel just just pass along my apologies. Yes, then. Like yeah, damn. Yeah, he he said it, and I admit, I looked at him like he had three eyes. He's like, yeah, the Sixers are going to beat the Warriors. So I'm, yeah, oh, oh okay. Asking what he thinks the Powerball is going to be yeah, this weekend. I, I'm I'm sitting over. Were you Tony? He's the Tony Romo of basketball now. You know, he's like, <laughs> but but he said it, and I'm over here thinking I need to call him a Uber to get home because apparently he like dipped into the. The, you know the liquor cabinet before he started, but you know, they, oh my god! But, but they, but they did it. And the thing is, it was like, you know, you're talking, you're talking about how you're watching the game, and you're talking about the third quarter. And I was the same way. I'm watching the third quarter, and I got my friend, my man Nye D, who all, who me and him always text each other back and forth during games. And I really wanted to cuss him out because it was during the third quarter, and they're making this run, and he's like. Joel Embiid's putting up empty numbers, man. He just does it. He's just padding his stats. And I'm just like, dude, if you don't shut up, all right, I don't need this right now, all right? At this point, I'm like, we got a 10-point lead on the defending champions. I don't need negative energy right now. I don't need no. I don't need any negativity in my space. Right. <laughs> That's not what I need right now. Because, you know, it's like I, I fully – and it's like, I fully expect if we blow this game, I will jump right into this conversation and I will agree with you. But for right now, I'm not there yet. I don't need that right now. I'm going to need you to shut up because we're going to watch, you know, we're going to watch this game. And then lo and behold, lo and behold, yes, Steph Curry was killing them all game, but they put the clamps on this dude in the fourth quarter. They put the clamps on Steph Curry. 
Curry had 41 points. 41 and 10 points. Three-pointers yes. the whole game. But, but I don't want to say he was non-existent in the fourth quarter, but he wasn't the big yeah. factor that he was in the first three. He was killing them all game, but when it counted, he missed a – I mean, they defended him – they defended him this, as about as well as you can defend a Steph Curry this in is the fourth best, quarter. This is the best defensive series that I've seen against Steph Curry in a long time, yes. right? So – Ball is playing pinball off of a Durant three-pointer. Hmm. Gets to Curry, and he has it at the top of the key, gives a ball fake, and then goes for that three. Simmons blocks him from behind, which I didn't think, which, come on. You you kind of were looking for, like, that Steph Curry whistle. Like, yes. It, oh, yeah. You knew that was coming. Oh, yeah. And, and he plays it just well. When he got – when he uh, – when they called that foul – on a three-pointer, and he's just jumping up and down, begging for the foul. And it's like, look, I, I like Steph Curry. I really don't have too, you know, too big of an issue with him because usually I just hate people who win all the time because my team doesn't win all the time. <laughs> but, but you know, it's like I, I, I don't have a lot of hate for Steph Curry, but at this at that point I was just like, dude, you, you got to stop. You know, all, all that flailing and jumping around. And then, of course, the shot goes in, so that just makes you, you know, hate the moment even more. Right. But, but when ben blocked, when ben blocked the shot, yes, I was pretty much – I thought it was a four. I thought I just missed the whistle and they just did, you know, I just didn't hear it. And but then the, Mascara on the next possession. Blocked it. Oh, my goodness. That I mean, we talked about you know the moment, but at this point, where that had to have been the point when you're like, oh my goodness, we are we out here ding up the Warriors. It's like, hold on, wait, like, they're, like, they're, they're they're up they're up by like ten. Like this could happen. Like this we could, could get our first win against Golden State in six years. So this is the defending champs getting deed up in their building. This is this is about to happen. That's what I. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like. This is real. This is going to happen. Like this, that 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 doesn't happen to us. We no. don't have that kind of luck. No, but the biggest, I guess, one of the bigger stories in the game was Ben Simmons on the night that he's named an All Star, having probably one of, if not the biggest game of his short career. What you? What, I mean, what do you think of Ben's game? Or are you? Or, and should I say, are you going to preface your comments on Ben's game on him not shooting a lot of jumpers like everyone no, 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 seems? I will never. I, I will never. Do. I'm not in Ben Simmons needs a jump shot camp. Thank you. Thank I'm you. in the. I'm in the camp that says it's gravy if he has one, but I don't think he needs one just yet. But anyway, he had 26, eight and six. He also had three. He also had three steals and that key block on Curry, right? I think that was Simmons's best game against a top tier team. Yes. Because mm -hmm. the Raptors always eat them up. The Celtics always eat them up against golden state last night though. That was, I don't want to say it was his coming out party because he's had plenty of those before, yeah. but that was definitely a statement game for Ben Simmons. I think. Statement game for Ben Simmons. Now you're seeing how they're playing and, and this stretch. With this stretch and how they're playing on this stretch and the teams that they have played, you know, they played on this stretch. Is it safe to say or is it too early to say that it looks like this team is turning a corner? Uh, I think it might be a little premature to say that because I, I kind of want to see how they come out against Sacramento on Saturday. Agreed. Because... 
big win, emotional win against Sacramento, who's kind of frisky, like they're kind of good, but not really. That's kind of the recipe for a trap game. Yes, agreed. Now, do you think do you think you've seen the maturity in this team so far to get past this? I think so. I mean, if I if I were a didn't if I were a degenerate gambler, which I am, uh, I would take the Kings and the points on Saturday if possible. But um, I don't know where the fire Brett Brown camp came from. I don't know how that started. But oh, oh, I am on, going to. I'm going to quote. I'm going to quote a good friend of mine. And if you need to bleep this out, feel free. Okay. But those people, they need to sit their ass down today. Oh, oh, oh man, I, I don't know who said. I, I don't know. Y'all need to today. Y'all need to sit your ass down. I, I don't know who taught you that. Who, who taught you how to use such language? You know, I'm I'm, I'm covering my. There any kids listening? I, I mean, it's probably. <laughs> I mean, it was probably friends, family, whatever. I, I I understand, but you know, I mean, honestly, you that's that's classic Philly. Unfortunately, you know, a team <sighs> loses. You know, th- things things have to happen when a team in this city loses. Coach has to get fired. Quarterback has to get benched. Blow up the whole team. Like something has to happen. One of those. One of those. One of those three things have to happen. No, you, no, you shouldn't. I mean, it's like, look. I, I mean, but realistically, let me let me ask you this. Realistically, how much time do you think this buys Brett Brown? Because we both. I mean, and I understand. I'm not saying he should be fired. We because we both know that's 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 silly. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But you also you grew up here just like I grew up here, and you know. A loss to a loss to Sacramento will bring you know the negative Nancys right back out. True. So I mean, how much time should he has he bought himself, or how much time you know? What's what's reality and what's you know? Now you- the answer to that question for me is tied into the Sixers' expectations for this season going into the season. I had pretty tempered expectations. Wrote about this on Liberty Ballers as well. Of course. They went to the Eastern Conference semis and they got their doors unexpectedly blown off by a Kyrie, Gordon Hayward, Les Boston Celtics team. More on them later. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, I said conference finals was a possibility but looking at the rest of the landscape Toronto got Kawhi Leonard their bench is better Toronto's probably better Milwaukee has the Greek freak and they have Chris Middleton and I really like the Brooke Lopez signing that was a sneaky good signing um I thought Milwaukee was better I thought they were on the same level as Boston Indiana so I figured conference finals would be fine or they go to the Eastern semis and they lose in like six or seven games as opposed to getting swept or five games. Eastern Conference semis, game seven, that's kind of where I had this team this year. I'm not increasing those expectations. I'm still kind of like right there. They are the three seed now because Indiana has dropped four straight after losing Oladipo for the rest of the season. So they're going to get to the Eastern Conference semis again because as much as Brooklyn has looked improved, they're not better than the Sixers. So they should 
take care of business against Brooklyn. And the semi-round matchup would be against the Toronto Raptors if Milwaukee stays the one seed, Toronto stays the two seed. If the Sixers take Toronto to seven games and lose, I'm happy. No no need to fire Rip Brown. No need to do any of that. Like next year would be the thing where I'm just like, okay, we gotta go we gotta get to the conference finals. Otherwise we gotta rethink this thing. So give, I I'm mean, I'm hearing what you're saying. And I'm glad to see the Sixers move up to the third seat. Because I was fr- I was not to say I was happy to see the Pacers fall for the reasons that they're falling. You know, I don't, I don't want to wish injury on anybody, but it scared me to see the Sixers in the fourth seed with the Celtics in the fifth seat because I want to see Boston round one. No, I don't want to see. Yeah. That, that scared, you know, that, that just, I, I go, that went beyond scary to me. And, but nonetheless, it still bothers me. It's like the, the win against golden state was nice. The one against Golden State says this team can beat top-tier teams. This is still a team that throttled Houston. I was just going to say, even the Rockets game, yeah. I was like, okay, Harden's been going off for like 50-plus for mm-hmm. what seems like a generation. I I, I don't know how mm-hmm. they win that game. And then they and then they beat the brakes off the Houston Rockets at home mm-hmm. on national television. Exactly. But they, they beat, you know, they, they, they've beaten Rockets – in a big game, they beat. Uh, they've now beaten the Warriors, but there's still a team that struggles with. You know, doesn't match up well with the Raptors. Doesn't match up well with the Cel- with the Celtics. You know, uh, and and that kind of scares me. That kind of bo- it bothers me, and that kind of leaves me worried because I do think this team is a good team. But you know, when I look at potential matchups, like yeah, you know what, the Sixers are a better team than the Brooklyn Nets. You know, you match up with them in the first round. Okay, you know that's that's who you're going to get. You know, I, I, I I'm I'm cool with that. Heat don't scare me. Hornets don't scare me. No. You know, uh, if, 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 you Kemba know. scares me, not the Hornets. Yeah, yeah, Kemba, yeah, Kemba. But I, you know, but in the actually, end, I don't actually, see. Wait, I didn't, I didn't refer to him by his proper title. I'm oh. sorry. It's a future Sixer, Kemba Walker. I'm what, sorry. Wait, what? What? <laughs> more, more on that later. No, well, more on that. Well, look, man. All right. Well, look, all right, but but but. Future I'm six, just saying. Oh, oh, I'm just saying. You know, in if, fact, if if. The Sixers decide that maybe Jimmy Butler is not the best thing going forward. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be totally mad at him for that. And if they were to bring in Kemba, I would be very happy about that. Oh boy, see, he likes to drop. That's in. all I'll he, say about that. He likes to drop in these little nuggets sometimes. It's like, well, look, yeah, I, man, because I gotta, I gotta, I gotta promote, I gotta, I gotta promote site views to the site. You no, know? I understand. So if, I, if I say something like that, then people wonder, oh, does he have something about Kemba Walker to the Sixers coming on the site? I gotta pay attention. I gotta follow. No, I, I, I gotta I, subscribe. I, I completely understand. And as somebody <laughs> who who regularly interacts with people on Twitter to give off the the the, you know the perception that i just have a whole bunch of famous friends you know in this city is like yeah all right cool you know it's like wow you know what uh adil royster when i was talking to him on the phone you know adil from liberty ballers yeah yeah that website yeah yeah he was talking to me on the phone (laughs) that website yeah that website you know he was talking about kemba walker you know you think you think uh this mention won't get put in you know the summary when I'm posting this, 
I fully expect this to be on the ringer like next week. Oh, okay. Well, look, look. <laughs> first of all, if the ringer wants to quote my my podcast, I, hey, you know, more power <laughs> to them. If they, you know, I, I'll send it to them myself. I, I mean, anonymously. I got you. <laughs> all right, but 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 honestly, all right, we're we're talking about the Sixers. We're talking about this big win, and I think especially in what has been going on in the NBA over the last 24 to 48 hours, it it makes you – there's a lot of process appreciation going on in this city right now. I say that because yesterday and right before the end of uh, – right before the close of business, Knicks traded Chris Stapps Porzingis. Yo. Oh. I, what's what's been more insane, like the weather the last ten days, or the NBA news cycle in the last twenty four uh, hours? I've been loving. I've been loving it because I'm because <laughs> it. I feel like it as a fan. Now, now I'm asking you to take your objective writer and and analyst hat off and put your fan hat on for a second. All right. As a fan, I have to look for it though. I haven't had to put it on in a long time. No, I understand. You know, we, we that's what we do. You know, <laughs> over here we talk that fan ish. You know, it's like we can, it's 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 all good to be objective and 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 try to give off that uh you know and be and, and be professional about it. But for me personally, ain't nobody paying me any money, so I'll be a fan. That's but true. Uh, you know, when, when you pay me, I'll be objective. When I'm getting money, I'll be objective. Right now, <laughs> I'm gonna talk. I, I'm gonna talk some fan ish for, for a second. Those lean. I mean, those as, a, as a fan, mm-hmm. this is fantastic. Yeah, but like, as, the, as a fan, the, doesn't the, it? the Anthony Davis nonsense was great. Mm-hmm. The the Kristaps Porzingis trade. I, I I felt like I was doing. I, I felt like I was doing like a 360 spin and just what is going on? Mm-hmm. I always tweeted out that, yeah, the Knicks might be looking at shout Porzingis. And I hadn't even completed a thought for a tweet before where was just like, okay, no, that's actually a done deal. He's going to Dallas. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, wait what? Yeah. But it's between words. Is that possible? It, it what's I guess what's crazy I like I think how long ago was it last year yeah it was last year when Charles Oakley wanted to fight uh, uh, Dolan in in the garden oh yeah that and, that was also great but it, it, <laughs> I I did a whole podcast just on the difference between the Sixers process and the Knicks process and. Actually, you know. let me go back to that real quick. Okay. What 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 is it about the Knicks franchise that makes people want to fight authority figures? Like Charles Oakley wants to fight James Dolan. Latrell Sprewell once choked out PJ Carlisma. What is it about that franchise that just incites I, violence? I don't I, get it. I think it's just it, it it's the frustration of being looked at as like this 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 expectation that they should be this you know this gold standard but when i mean i would be a little frustrated too if i was playing for the worst owner in professional exactly but but that's but that's just it when you think about you know this is new york this is the number one market this is madison square garden which you know you know the mecca of basketball you have Mm -hmm. all this going for you and your team has basically been trash since you traded patrick ewing which is when i checked out on the knicks 
I haven't I been checking for this. I will say this right now, February 2nd, 2019. Yes. After the Knicks cleared all that cash space and they have an opportunity to get two max slots, if they strike out on KD, if they strike out on Kyrie, if they strike out on Anthony Davis or whoever else, mm-hmm. New York is going to be a Brooklyn Nets town. I'm uh, telling you uh, that okay. right now. I, I, well, I'll, I'll stop you. I'll stop you when you're wrong. Up. Yes. Nets are trending up after they – you know, after they Billy King their future away, but you know that Zion Williamson, like whatever yeah. Zion Williamson is not bringing you an NBA championship. I'm sorry. Yeah. And Brooklyn looks a lot better nowadays than the Knicks, which I don't think I would have ever said three years ago. No, not no. But the whole thing was it was like when you when it became obvious what the process was. Which was and how the Sixers were planning to rebuild their organization. You know, of course there were the process haters, of course there were the process the process critics, but nonetheless, but nonetheless, it was what it was, and people were trying to treat it like you know the Knicks deserve some sort of you know accolades because they were still trying to build, trying to win, not necessarily tanking, even though their product got worse and worse and worse. And it was like, what do you want? Do you want a team that's losing in the hopes of trying to get better or a team that's losing because they, you know, they think they're better than they are, but they're still losing. So the Knicks, the Knicks tried the process and tank thing, and I feel like they were the bully that cheats off of the smart kid in class, but yet still somehow fails the test they were cheating off of. Mm-hmm. I believe it because I it, don't know how that happened, but it happened. That's that's what happens in in New York. You that, know, that's what it is. It's like you look at you look at the Sixers and you look at how bad they were, and you know that ten win season. You know the season before. You know when you look at those those the the, the leanest of the lean process years, and you oh see, it, it, but you see at the same time. You know, the Knicks still had Carmelo. The Knicks were still, you know, the Knicks were still under the guise that, hey, we can still win and we can still build a winner when they were the emperor with no clothes. You're looking at that team and it's like, all right, this team, all right, this this team is low-key trash. And now here they are, (laughs) you know, now here they are years later, Sixers are up there looking like, you know, I, I, they're looking like world beaters. I mean, they just beat the world champs. The Sixers are a finals threat. Yeah, the Sixers are a finals threat years later. And those lean years, as a fan, feel like so long ago. That was so long ago. And, and, and it was painful basketball to watch during that time. But those times and that that era, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the Ish Smith, the, you know the Jakar Samson hey, hey, days. Hey, now put some put some respect. Uh, on no, no, Smith's I respect. Hey, hey, look, I respect him for his service. I, I, I do. <laughs> hey, n- 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 never, never forget. You know all, all those things. Now you know. Hey, I tip my forty-two year memory. You know, it's like all all those all those guys. You know, but but nonetheless, you know the Javale McGee era. The uh, the uh, oh god, you know Free Jaw. Um. 
Nerlens Noel was a sixer for like a hot minute. Nerlens Noel as as a rookie of the year candidate. You know, God bless MCW. God bless the MCW T-shirt I bought my brother for Christmas that year. And uh, you know, yeah, that was a relic. About six months later, <laughs> but but none but nonetheless, it's like that. That seems like so long ago because now you got a team that is a viable. You know, that is a contender. And, and the, the Knicks floor, are ju- and the Knicks are ju- the Knicks, despite being bad for almost as long as the Sixers were bad, seem to be they're blowing it up and starting over again. And then you look at another team in the Eastern Conference in the Celtics. Yes, and I guess we can get into this now. Okay. Um, I, if if no one's seen it, heard it, or anything like that, Anthony Davis has said, "Okay, Boston, you can trade for me if you want." But I'm not resigning there. You get me for a year and a half. That's it. All right, cool. Boston fans probably relaxing. They're still chilling, whatever. Then this morning, I guess, Kyrie is basically coming out saying, you know what? I don't owe anybody jack. I'm going to do what's best for me in my career. That's when everybody starts hitting the panic button in unison. Exactly. And I will say this now. Salty Bill Simmons is my favorite Bill Simmons. Oh, good. Yeah, well, first of all, good Bill, let the hate flow through it, you. It, it, I, I can't with that dude. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a show to itself. I could I could honestly that that is a show to itself. There is not enough time in the day. There is not enough time in my life for me to explain. See that? See here's the difference. I told you. I just said it. I said, you know what? I'll be a fan because I work for free. Free gets fans. Right. <laughs> Pay gets objective. You get paid. And here's, Bill, Bill, and, you know, Bill, you know, Bill's out there getting paid and wants to offer fan ish. That's I mean, honestly, you paying him to get you know, y'all people paying him money for, for, for game, I give people for free on Twitter every day. And this is what kills me about the Celtics and the Knicks. Like how long, how long were they selling free agents on the idea come to Boston, come to New York? To a lesser extent, the Lakers, but because they have LeBron James, they can sell it a little bit differently. Come play for the majesty, the pageantry that is playing for one of the Mm -hmm. NBA's longest running franchises. I'm sorry, but the Knicks are the most poor run organization in professional sports. Not just basketball, professional sports. As long as James Dolan is the owner, the Knicks will be nothing. Nada, zero. I'm sorry to be real with you about this, Knicks fans, but no. it's something that you really need to come to grips with. The New and York Boston, the New York Boston Knicks hasn't are signed a legitimate free agent no. since, if you want to count Al Horford, sure, I'll give you Al Horford, mm. but somebody on the level of a KD, Kyrie, something like that. Boston hasn't signed one of those guys. You know what puts players together? You know what? brings players to want to play together other great players Mm -hmm. that's why kevin durant went to golden state that's why jimmy butler came to philadelphia that's why anthony davis wants to team up with lebron james nowadays in this player controlled nba players want to play with each other no one is going to new york to play for james dolan and play with zion williamson 
no disrespect. I like Jason Tatum. He's a nice young piece. I like Gordon Hayward. He's a nice young piece. No one is going to play with those. No one is going to Boston to play with those guys because they are not established NBA all-stars. Hayward made an all-star team, but he is maybe a somewhere between 20 and 30 ish player in the NBA. That's not going to get it done. Mm -hmm. The Sixers definitely have two of the top 20 players in the league right now in Embiid and Simmons. Now, let me that makes Philadelphia a destination for free agents, not the pageantry of the Knicks, not the pageantry of the Celtics. That is gone by the wayside. That's the 70s. That's the 80s. That's the 90s talking. This is 2019 and things are done a little bit differently now. And organizations like the Knicks and the Celtics haven't gotten with that program yet. Are y'all hearing this? Are y'all hearing this knowledge that my man, Adio Royster from Liberty Ball is, is dropping on you? Now, real quick, true or false? I want, I'm going to put this statement out there for you, and I want you to tell me if you agree or disagree. The, right. New, the New York Knicks are the Cleveland Browns of basketball. Um, it's hard to say that because I think the Browns are actually trending up as opposed to the Knicks who seem to be perpetually trading the trending. Down. Wow. So you're basically what you just basically said is that the New York Knicks are worse than the Browns only because the Browns like there's hope. Mm-hmm. There's hope for the Browns because they went seven, eight, and one last year. Mm-hmm. Like the Knicks, I can't. If I'm a Knicks fan, and I just saw Porzingis get traded, and I don't know if KD or Kyrie are signing, I don't know what I'm supposed to be hopeful for. Like Zion Williamson, that's it. That's huh. that's supposed to get me to Hashtag take the. Not- not Take trying the, for Zion. There you go. That's what they sell at their fairs or hashtag not trying for Zion. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Zion Williamson's not going to get me to. Uh, Zion alone is not going to get me to get on the Metro and go down to Madison Square Garden or take an incredibly expensive Uber because it's New York City yeah. or anything like that and then pay garden prices. No, that's not enough. <laughs> no, I, I, I. Look, I. I completely, completely understand. I understand. It is, it is hard out there in them streets. It I can't is hard be out there. Money on Zion Williamson? No, not no. at all. Not, not at all. But nonetheless, here it is. Our team, our team, our Philadelphia 76ers are trending upwards. You know, I mean, not only are they trending upwards, they're pretty up already. They're up on that level now, and yet. And- and, and folks want to mm-hmm. think that they let the Sixers have a shot at the two seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, settle down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just hold, hold on a second because the Raptors are in that two spot and they're not going anywhere. Just no, I, just, no I understand. You know, happy with the three seed. I, I can take it. You know, look, I have no problem with baby steps. It's like, look, man, you know, I'm looking I, I'm looking at this team and I'm looking at this roster and I'm looking at ages, you know, and it's like, okay, as far as the Sixers are concerned, you know, we, there's time, you know. They don't have to be title contenders yet. It it would be nice, but the fact yeah, that they're not is not necessarily is is not necessarily the end of the world. I'm not yeah, calling there, for there's this. There's no rush. Yeah, we still got a few games left on this murderous stretch. But you do think that Sixers will be all right, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, they got they got the Raptors next week, and then I think they got Boston the week after that. So it's going to be a Eastern Conference measuring stick the next couple of weeks. All right. Well, look, deal. We got to have game, that win last night was 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 spectacular. Spe- like I can yes. I can run off that for a while. Yes, yeah. That that will hold you for a little bit. Well, look, for a I'm, little bit. Look, we've been talking for a while. I got to get you. I got to get you in the studio. We got to have like a for real round table discussion on the state of the 76ers and what's going to happen moving forward. We got to make that happen. All right. Hey, All-Star, All-Star weekend's coming up. All right. Well, look, that is Adil Royster for Liberty Ballers. What are you working on next? What's what's What do you got going? What do you got cooking right now? So these days I just put up a... Um, well, it was confirmed last night, but Ben Simmons is an all-star, so I yes. had that piece go up this week. If you're looking for other Liberty Ballers goodness, uh, Adam Aronson wrote a piece up on the site today mm-hmm. about some trade targets. It's a two-parter. He went through targets numbers 60 through 41. He's saving the good stuff for later, mm-hmm. but it's a nice little appetizer if, if folks don't want to wait. Definitely, definitely. Always good content on LibertyBallers.com. Adil, thank you for joining me today, all right? Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you tell me what you think of today's show. Hit me up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at BITW Sports. This has been 83 Till Infinity. We'll check you out next time. Peace, y'all. You feeling this podcast? To hear this more, go to SoundCloud.com slash BITW Sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports. 